Hello, this is Beverly Houston Fisher of Balanced Living. Thank you for joining our podcast. My guest today is Erin Patterson, a certified clinical hypnotherapist and master hypnotic coach. She left the mortgage business six years ago to pursue hypnotherapy, and she loves that she can make such a positive impact in the lives of her clients. She lives in Sacramento with her cats and dogs and enjoys crafty things like quilting, knitting, and painting. Erin loves the outdoors and is committed to getting more camping trips under her belt in the year ahead. Well, thank you, Erin, so much for showing up today and discussing with us hypnotherapy and your love for it. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So now tell me a little bit of how you found it and how you wanted to dive in and learn more to share this gift. I love telling this story because I had an entire previous career in the mortgage business and I had moved up through the ranks, so to speak, into management and really recognized that my passion is absolutely helping people. And I managed a department that was kind of a stepping stone. So not just helping people, but really helping people grow. And one of my closest friends has a hypnotherapy practice and also was teaching hypnotherapy. And she had reached out and said, you know what? I know you've been curious about this. This might be the last year I'm teaching it. So I just want to let you know, like no pressure, but just FYI. And I thought, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Let's go for it. And so quite a bit of investment and it took an entire year for my certification. Um, By the end of it, I left the mortgage business and haven't looked back. It was not only learning a new way to truly help people grow and help them heal. You know, it makes such an impact in people's lives. Um, I also went through a huge transformation and a lot of personal growth, even in the training. And it was an experience of, if I'm getting that much, just about learning about it, what can I, like, what impact can I make in other people's lives? So I've been doing this for six years now, and it just becomes more amazing and more fascinating every day. Wow. Now that's great. Well, and I imagine that you were having to, you know, they were going kind of teaching, like you said, as you're learning. So you're being taught how to do the hypnotherapy. So you're kind of being part of it for a while, right? During the class. So you're getting to experience, even if it's just five, 10 minutes Mm -hmm. of just getting into that. It's a very, from what I've experienced when I've had hypnotherapy, it's a very relaxing, calming. It's almost, I want to say soul opening. Mm -hmm. I love that. that. I would agree with that. That that expansive. It feels very expansive when you're, when I'm in it, at least I'm not sure about for other people. Yeah. And I have had a lot of clients say something similar. Um, I love the verbiage you just used and yes, exactly. We would have a little bit of lecture and we would learn techniques and then we would go practice those techniques on each other. Um, And so you do get little tidbits, you know, like little bursts of hypnotherapy. And I'm also a master hypnotic coach. Uh, My coaching is kind of more like that. Whereas a hypnotherapy session is a block of time um, where I'm giving a hypnotic instruction. It's about half an hour that you're in that space. 
Whereas for my coaching, it's more of a talking through somebody's goals some obstacles. And I might go, okay, real quick, close your eyes. And we're going to do like a little, you know, like three minute exercise. Um, so like you say, we, we did end up receiving quite a bit of hypnotherapy, even through the training. And I, I actually had, uh, an acquaintance who has become a better friend over the years who she had met me before my training. And then we didn't really see each other for another year or two. And when we did come back together, she said, I wouldn't have recognized you. Like you've changed so much and, and in such a beautiful way. So what a compliment. And I think what a testament to what's possible with the work. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So, so what do you love about it most? What, what are the, like you said, you kind of just keyed into it. What are some of the benefits that you found for yourself, let alone some of your clients? Mm -hmm. I don't even know where to start. That's a big question. <laughs> uh, I notice I manage stress better. I have experienced self-love and self-worth has been a challenge for me, as I'm sure many people um, through much of my life. And I went from a place of not really even liking myself to a place where I can say, I like myself. I love myself. I love my body. Um, also, it's, I think the way you said it, it, it really is so expansive. I am so much more in touch with myself than I ever was and have such a deeper understanding of who I truly am at the core, who my soul is, you know, that this expression of myself, um, what my purpose is in the world and how I can move through this world in the way that really is honoring the experience that I came here to have. So, like I say, it's a huge question because there's not an aspect of my life that it hasn't touched in a positive way. Well, what a gift that is to love yourself because, you know, when we say things like that and people talk about it, well, you just got to love yourself. Well, it's not always as easy as it sounds. And to be able to truly live in your skin and honor where you're at. And like you said, it's now allowed you to really sink into what your being is here on this planet to be purposeful with. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and as you know, I did not have an easy childhood by any means. And mm -hmm. hence why I teach yoga and meditation and mindfulness and ritual and nature-based activities is because these times of stillness within us and giving space for us to expand to us to really open up to the magic that is us the magic that is nature is is the gift that we always have access to but we forget about so easily because of the world around us because of other people's input upon us and conditioning that we grew up with or heck just watching commercials and tv shows you know there's just so many pressures out there and distractions so you know just taking this like you said either way the half hour session where you're just really delving into something very specific this is our work this week this is what we're going to do we're going to do a whole session 
on this, and then you journal about it or however you process it in your after that. Mm-hmm. Or the little tidbits where you're like, oh, okay, well, now let's just think about, you said this word, let's focus on that word and kind of re-examine it, right? I think, yeah. I, I think you were there with us when we were talking about it, I think it was last week where, um, you know, changing judgment, self-judgment mm-hmm. to self-awareness, right? Because judgment, Absolutely. just the word is heavy, right? Yeah. The word is, you feel like you're already in trouble. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like you say, we, in the society that we live in from day one, we are bombarded with messaging and situations uh, that really tell us to disconnect from our own inner wisdom, to disconnect from the, you know, wisdom that is held within our bodies, uh, that there's different forms of hypnotherapy out there. And the form that I practice is I'm giving instruction to the wisest part of you. It's a part of your conscious mind. It's a part of your subconscious mind. It's plugged into the collective consciousness. So the answers really truly are within us. We're all connected energetically. You know, it, that stuff is in there. We're never taught to access it. And in fact, oftentimes we're taught to repress it, dismiss it, et cetera. You know, think of the, uh, I remember back when I was little, the thing of kids say the darndest things, the wisdom that little kids have, and they will say things that you kind of go, wow, you're five. And you just reminded me of something that I've taken 30 years to learn, you know, or so, yeah, it, it is a way to, I give instruction to remove the blocks and the obstacles that have built up in our subconscious mind that keep us from that connection. And it allows us to really get to know ourselves more deeply uh, and also let go of patterns, behaviors, you know, whatever problem somebody might be wanting to overcome. Yeah. So now how do you incorporate it in your daily life? I have a whole toolbox that I use. Uh, I have a whole bunch of different techniques and most of those techniques are also things that can be broken down into some self-hypnosis or uh, self-mindfulness practices. And uh, so for example, one of them is we call it dropping a thought. We go into the hypnotic state naturally every day Uh, the most noticeable time for that is around sleep. So when you're falling asleep or when you're waking up. And so I try to remember before I fall asleep at night, sometimes I'm doing it first thing in the morning, I will give a simple instruction to my own inner wisdom. And it, uh, like if somebody is working to lose weight, it might be inner wisdom, help me attain and maintain, maintain my healthiest body weight. Um, that repeated instruction seems like such a little thing. I'm saying something or thinking something in my head once a day, but you are giving that instruction to the wisest part of you, the part that knows how to follow that instruction and you're doing it over and over. So I do that. I have uh, other techniques that are kind of more in the moment um, to shift negative thoughts, uh, just kind of there's, there's little things that depending on the situation, I'm always 
well, I shouldn't say always because I'm human and we all sometimes forget to use our tools, but I most of the time am now at a place where I can go, oh, wait, these are, these are negative or false beliefs. Why do I think they're true? Where did the story come from? And really kind of do some mindfulness practices around it. Beautiful. Beautiful. So now, it, and, and so you just kind of led into that next part with how can people start trying this on their own? So those are some very beautiful and simple. Things don't have to be tough to be beneficial, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Three deep breaths, right? Deep breaths are amazing. <laughs> right. Not that hard, right. But we have to remember to do them, right? <laughs> yep. We have to, we have to recognize, wait a minute, that is that's a not helpful thought, you know, or like, where, where is this coming from? And then go, wait, I have the tool for this. There are so many ways to explore hypnotherapy these days. It is becoming a more and more widely recognized and appreciated um, practice and modality. I, I have recordings that I sell on my site. I'm it's a limited library at this point, and I'm continuing to build that. Uh, I have friends that are hypnotherapists, and I have done it myself, where I will just Google something and find something on YouTube. Um, and again, there's more and more of this out there, so it's easier to find. Um, you can always you know, find a hypnotherapist that resonates with you uh, anytime anybody is seeking any form of hip of not just hypnotherapy, but therapy, I recommend you make sure it's somebody you feel you can trust and make sure there's a connection there. If one therapist isn't for you, that's okay. Somebody else is. Uh, but so there's lots of ways to explore it. It really depends on just how much somebody wants to dive in and also how directly they want to be approaching a specific problem. For example, if somebody is working to overcome anxiety, something on YouTube that they listen to every night, might make a little bit of an impact and it probably would, you know, make some impact. Somebody's going to notice more relief and more transformation if they are working directly one-on-one -on -one with a hypnotherapist. So it's also a level of, are you curious? Are you checking it out? Do you have a problem you want to overcome? Do you want targeted uh, I call mine hypnotic meditations, but do you want targeted um, recordings or do you want something live? Right, right. So now you're based here in Sacramento. And so what would be the best way that they could reach out to you and find out more about your hypnotic meditation library? Yeah. Uh, so I am based in Sacramento. My website is my name. It's AaronMPatterson.com. The only caveat is Aaron is spelled funny. So it's A-I-R-E-N like Nancy, M like Mary. Patterson, which is P-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N.com. And that's my booking site. I have a little, I think it's about five minute video kind of explaining how the process that I use works since it is a little different than some of what's out there. And also trying to build a library. I am trying to build a library. I have four meditations right now on Insight Timer. I think I have one whole video on my YouTube channel. So my website's the best place. And like you say, I'm based out of Sacramento. I do have an office down in Midtown that I'm at three and a half days a week because I share that space. This works virtually just as well as in person. So I have the amazing experience of having clients all over the world. Uh, so really, as long as somebody can find me through my website, 
we could work together. Perfect. I was just going to ask if you did that. So that's wonderful. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely something that I've always been able to do. And it mostly came up when I had an in-person client who, uh, like the first time it happened, it was a, a woman who had just graduated high school and then went to Japan and was doing school in Japan. And I will say that is a challenge with scheduling <laughs> because of the time difference. <laughs> And we made it work to complete her program and finish it. So, and then, you know, 2020 coming in, um, a lot more people were interested in remote. And so that's part of why I moved my, my business to having less in-person time. And I love receiving hypnotherapy virtually. I get to lay in my own bed you know, or lay on my couch. Um, one thing I love too, is oftentimes animals tune in to the shift in energy. And so the reason I like to lay on my couch and receive hypnotherapy is my dogs kind of tuck in next to me. And one of my cats <laughs> might come lay on me. And, and it's just this very cozy, peaceful, relaxing space where we're making huge, profound change. Right. Incredible. I love it. I love it. Well, and if you do it, anything via zoom or something, then you can record it for them and then they can listen to it over and over again. Right. They can, the approach that I take, it's actually more beneficial if I make a specific recording versus them listening to the same thing over and over. Uh, and that's because I am utilizing different techniques every time. And maybe we use a technique that gets some blocks out of the way that we don't really need to revisit it over and over, you know? Right. Um, also, if somebody ever wants a recording, I'm happy to, uh, I do custom recordings. Um, I can record a session. I have had a couple of clients ask for that and they still enjoy uh, getting to listen to it and notice that work happening. Um, but it's not as necessary as a lot of people think. So you do more of a progressive then? Yeah. So, so you'll focus, like you said, you, you work on one, block and then okay now we're past that so now we're going to go to the next step right kind of yes uh I again when I'm giving instruction to that inner wisdom I which is that part inside that's the wisest part of you I give kind of it's artfully vague so it's kind of vague but it's very intentional in the instruction and I will give instruction inner wisdom uh again using anxiety as a example, inner wisdom, release and remove all blocks and obstacles related to causes and symptoms of anxiety. Now that, that is, you know, it's targeted in anxiety, but it's a pretty big blanket. We don't just have a dozen blocks, you know, in our subconscious. Uh, we have right. around a hundred thousand thoughts a day for our entire life. Right. And each thought has a potential to become a block. So it might be, there's a million blocks around anxiety. So when I give that instruction in the first session, the inner wisdom says, Hey, we can clear out half a million right now. And then in the next session, I'm going to use some other techniques, but I'm also going to give that same instruction. And then your inner wisdom goes, and now we're going to take care of this group of blocks or obstacles. So on a conscious level, we're not usually ever consciously aware of what that block might be. Um, we're really trusting that our inner wisdom has our back and is doing the work and taking care of it. And a lot of times I'll have a client say, you know, well, how do I know if it's done? This feels too easy. This feels like I'm just guessing. Like I just tell you numbers and yeses and nos. 
And the way you know it works is within about four sessions, you start to notice a change and it's like, oh, oh, this is working. Okay. I'm just, I'm just going to go with it now because it is so easy. I can enjoy it. I love that. And yeah. I love that you call it inner wisdom because on my, my side, it's my inner wisdom library. <laughs> That's oh, what yes. I <laughs> I do love so that. That's all my older, you know, like you're saying, our library where people can just kind of go in and, and play and stuff. But mine's more about, yeah. you know, yoga. And yeah. Well, <laughs> and it's all connected. Here. Oh, it's all connected. Absolutely. But it's it's about honoring that inner wisdom. And, and even that's why I called it that, because it's about people getting in tune with themselves and finding mm -hmm. that inner knowing, that place that has been and will be and continues you know and it's energizing this bodily body that we're in yeah and absolutely connect, the more we connect with that the more the rest just fall away because we know who we are mm -hmm. and we connect with that and it's amazing so yeah yeah and you know, I I love it yeah and it also gets us out of that space of uh it's trendy to say it this way, but of shooting yourself to death, you know, we, we get in that mm -hmm. space of, well, I should do this. I should do that. I should be. And when we are getting much more in tune with that inner knowing and that inner wisdom, we can go, Hey, here's a situation that came up and my family or peers or friends, you know, might handle it a certain way. But I know that for me, you know, I'm going to honor the instinct that comes up and move through it versus going, well, why can't I do it that way? You know, what's wrong with me that I can't just do it the way Susie does it. Well, cause Susie's a different being. Right. And you really know what you need down. Like if you listen to it. Yes, it's, a, it's a great gift. And mm -hmm. I, I love everything that you're talking about. And just so everybody knows, I will list all of your contact information on the podcast page so you don't have to write it all down. It's just, <laughs> um, this is such a beautiful gift. Science is proving how successful an easier way for people to find benefits through therapy than just some of the old standards. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. One thing that I do hear, especially from clients who have a lot of trauma in their past, uh, or even clients that have done a lot of more traditional talk therapies, somebody might come in and go, look, I really want to work on this, but I really don't want to talk about it anymore. I feel like I've done as much work right. as I can there. Um, or sometimes, and this is something to be aware of, even if somebody's looking for a hypnotherapist, because even some hypnotherapists think we need to talk about the trauma and relive it to really work through the emotions and the stuff that comes up that can be hugely beneficial. It can also risk re-traumatizing. So my approach, we never go there. I don't even want to take the risk. I, I don't even want to address it. And, um, I, I absolutely do not remember who did the study, but there was a study done that basically said that most traditional like psychotherapy talk therapies will have something like a 36% success rate after about 600 sessions. So that's years of therapy, right? More modern cognitive behavioral therapy and, and kind of more that approach to therapy often has like a 74% success rate after maybe 20 to 30 sessions, like vast improvement there. This study showed a 93% improvement after six sessions of hypnotherapy. So like you say, it can be 
kind of a fast track or it can be a, a shorter term to work on on that problem, whatever somebody wants to deal with, be trauma, be quitting smoking, you know, kind of anything somebody needs help with. It might take a couple of months, but it's not a couple of years. And we're doing it in a way where you don't have to talk about it. So it's yeah. very, very effective. I imagine it'd be very effective for people suffering. You know, I work with veterans or nonprofits of veterans, and it's very difficult for them to talk about those things. So that mm -hmm. might be a, an easier way for them to initially work on their anxieties, their trauma, without getting into literally the nitty gritty. So Absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. And uh, I have worked with I have worked with vets. I have also worked with, you know, people that have other equally traumatic experiences in their past. And a question that I often am asked when somebody does have that amount of trauma uh, that they are working to overcome, somebody will probably ask, you know, do I have to relive something or how much of, you know, am I going to remember a bunch of really bad stuff? And I, I almost feel like I'm cheating in working with somebody's inner wisdom. Cause like your inner wisdom is your safety net. Your inner wisdom knows things that I don't know that you don't know on a conscious level, but your inner wisdom knows, you know, so really being able to work with that part of your mind, if there's something that you do need to be aware of on a conscious level, your inner wisdom presents it in the least traumatic way. Um, if, if somebody did have uh, a trauma in their past, maybe around eating carrots and, and they've just never been able to eat carrots their entire life since then. They might remember their mom giving them carrots as a baby, but they're not going to remember maybe they choked on that carrot or, you know, whatever caused the trauma. It's just enough information to go, Hey, here's something you might need to examine. And I would say nine times out of 10, even that doesn't need to happen. As a matter of fact, the more aware we are in a conscious level of what unhelpful beliefs and obstacles we're releasing. Once you identify them, you might want to hold on to them because they did keep you safe at some point. So a lot of the work is released without even needing to know what it is. So yeah, it can be very, very helpful, especially like somebody dealing with PTSD or like you say, any sort of trauma that, that a vet would experience. Yeah. Or childhood trauma or just anything. I mean, with there's, like you said, there's a lot of people that have been through many things and yes. they're just trying to keep it together. So this sounds like a beautiful, gentle, loving way to work on those pain and suffering or anxieties or whatnot without just, just it's like laying in the sun for a little bit <laughs> instead of yes. being thrown into the ocean, right? <laughs> yes, I love that. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And when we are in that hypnotic space, it's similar to a meditative space. It's similar to a trance. Honestly, when, when somebody is really in that yoga flow, they are going into a light hypnotic state because all it is, is your conscious mind disengaging a little and allowing you to go into a place of uh, focused awareness. So somebody might go into a light hypnotic state and feel like, Oh, I feel nice and comfy and cozy. And she's saying nice things to me. And this is, this is pretty good. Or somebody might go into a really, really deep hypnotic space and when they come out of that uh, state, they'll report, 
okay, I could hear you, but I don't remember anything you said. And at one point you did say something where all of a sudden I saw a beach or you're like, they'll have these experiences that it's as if they started to dream, even though they knew they weren't asleep because they were still aware of what's going on around them. So yeah, it can actually be not just a peaceful feel good sensation. It can be a kick. It can be a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah. And, and that's yoga is meditation in motion for me when I'm really Mm -hmm. just getting into it. You just, you do. And there's been many a times when I've been laying in Shavasana and exactly that they're like walking us through the woods. Now we're going up this temple and I'm like, I'm gone. And I come and then I'll hear one thing and I'll go and I'll be somewhere else. And then it's like, okay, now take a few deep breaths. I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) I was awake totally awake, but not, not, not with them. Anymore. Right. Just, right. You were just in that yeah. trance state. It's yeah. incredible. And just that, I mean, for people who haven't felt that enough, I know mm-hmm. that every time I get in that state at any level, you reap so many benefits. You can feel absolutely. it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually experienced hypnotherapy long before I ever went to school for it. Maybe 10 years before uh, I had tried I want to say I did three sessions with a hypnotherapist. He didn't explain to me what the hypnotic state feels like, uh, that we do go through it every day. You know, it was just kind of like, we got to business and the first session, I felt like I was floating in this golden and white cocoon of love. And I Mm. just, I didn't walk to my car when I was done. I just floated out, you know, uh, the second session, I was so excited because I was really looking forward to that exact same experience. And of course the exact same experience didn't happen. Uh, and then by the third session, it was like, well, I'm just laying here and he's talking to me. I don't know if this is, you know, this is, is expensive for me to not notice a shift. Um, once I was in school and learning more about it, it's like, oh, if I'd stuck to that, maybe I would have come here 10 years sooner, but you know, <laughs> the path we're on when we're supposed to be. Yes. <laughs> we learn the gifts when we're supposed to, or we meet our teachers, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Isn't that interesting though? But yes, that you got that first day of bliss and you're like, oh my gosh, y'all come all the time for this. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and it also speaks to everybody's experience is different, obviously, because we're all such unique beings. Also, it can be very different session to session. And when I work with somebody, again, if somebody comes in, for example, anxiety, we're going to do a consultation. It's always free because it's just an information exchange. It's an opportunity for you to say, do I really want to work with her? Uh, And for me to explain my process. And then I'll set up a program that's custom to each client. And it's anywhere from four to six sessions up to maybe 12 to 16 And again, that's just because people are maybe working on so many different things. We do twice a week because we are having enough space in between sessions that we're allowing changes to happen. And we're keeping it, you know, if we're shifting thought patterns and neurological pathways, we do want to be touching that, you know, on a regular enough basis that it's sustainable change. I also have clients that they've finished their program and they say, this has such a positive impact in all parts of my life. Can I see you once a month? Uh, My coaching clients, again, that might be once a week because it's a slightly different format. They might not be working on overcoming anxiety. They might be working on 
building their career and maybe have to overcome some anxiety within starting their own business or something, you know? So again, within a relatively short time, you get to experience something amazing a couple of times a week. And then within a couple of months, you're like, wow, I don't want to quit. I've achieved my goals. And my goal is always to have somebody not really need me. And my clients are like, wait, what? But yeah, ultimately let's have you achieve your goals. I am more than happy to continue to support you. I think that hypnotherapy can help in all aspects of life. And I love receiving it once a week just to help me manage life. But if somebody comes in for a specific targeted reason, once they hit their goal, it's a permanent change. And unless they want to work on something else, I I might not ever hear from them again. Yeah. But that's, that was you, you're just trying to give them what they needed at the time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Me, I, I'm always teaching yoga because I want people to know how to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I teach herb classes because I want them to learn how to take yes. care of themselves. You know, I have this offering, I have this knowledge and I want to share it, but I, I, it's like teaching someone to fish or how to cook a fish. I'm going to teach them how to fish. You know, mm-hmm. it's, yep. it's about Absolutely. sharing that love. Like where you said, you said earlier, we're all connected. We're all community. We're all the same. So the more that we can support each other, the more we're all supported, the more that interconnection is solid and a net that we can all know that is there for us. Like that inner wisdom, that space. of Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, we've heard the, uh, be the change that you want to see at one point when I was in school for hypnotherapy, I had this, I actually had like a little, you know, three minute practice session. And I had this epiphany of this is what that is. It's, it's not just behave the way that you, you know, would like others to behave or that you hope to have an impact that positively changes the world around you. But when we are doing that work, getting in tune with our body, getting in tune with that inner knowing and practicing the things that continue to develop that relationship, that energy, like you were just saying, it, it then supports the entire community, that energetic connection trickles out. And in that way, you really are being the change that you want to see and affecting it on an energetic level. It's so powerful. So powerful. Well, on that note, my dear, Thank you so very, very much for this conversation. I will make sure all your contact information is there. I know you have a little special going on for December 22. Crazy, it's already here. (laughs) I will post that there as well so they can find you. And we'll get your YouTube channel on there as well, just in case, okay? (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) So thank you, thank you. Thank you, Erin, for all your love and honor to the world and all of the things that you do to help others reach their goals. So have a beautiful day, my dear. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.